Well, hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended from ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello, Super Great Kids. Happy Christmas. This is the second of two Christmas stories for you. Last December, we heard a story set in Siberia in Russia about a boy and a snow wolf. This story features the boy and the snow wolf and also Father Frost and the Star Child. This story is dedicated to Charlie in Leicester. It's set in the Siberian Arctic, which is at the tippy-tippy top of the world and where it can get so cold that your eyelashes freeze and your sneeze freezes on your face. The story was inspired by the Nanette's people who live there and make their living by herding reindeer. Are you sitting comfortably? Mouth open. Story jump out. It was the night before the great reindeer race and it was really cold. Up in the sky, Starchild was helping to wash every one of the star children so that they sparkled and shone their brightest. Starchild was glad of her fur-lined boots which were keeping her toes warm. Suddenly, a blizzard of snow blew across her shoulder, showering her with icicles and freezing her hands. <coughs> shouted Starchild, who spun round furiously. <gasps> there stood Father Frost, with his blue lips and frozen beard. I'm colder than ice. My feet are blue. I need warm boots to see me through. I'm colder than ice from top to toe. My toes are turning into snow. I want your boots. Give them me, give them me said Starchild. Then I'll blow and I'll blow and I'll turn you into snow, said Father Frost, and slithers of ice came shooting out of his mouth. But Starchild was already running faster than the wind towards the icy slide that led from the heavens all the way down to earth. Trust your friends when you're in a fix, her mum and dad always said and she had friends down there on Earth who she knew could help her. She sang and then blumph as she crashed into a pile of powdery snow. Meanwhile, down on Earth, a boy was lying warm on his bed of fur. He was dreaming about the Great Reindeer Herders Festival and the sledge races he was going to take part in the very next day. Oh! He woke with a start. His friend Snow Wolf was calling him. I hear you, Snow Wolf. I'm coming, he called. He pulled on his fur jacket, his fur gloves, his fur hood and his fur boots and stepped out into the starlit night. He lassoed his reindeer. Woo, woo, woo. Can you do that? Woo, woo, woo. 
He scraped the ice off his sledge and hop, hop, hop. He thundered across the icy snow towards the wolf cave. There he found Snow Wolf and the Star Child. Star Child is running away from Father Frost. He wants to steal her boots of fur, explains Snow Wolf. And he's coming to get her right now, said Snow Wolf. Just at that moment, an icy blast blew across the snow and wee-blumph! Father Frost whizzed down the icy slide which came from the heavens and he spotted the boy with the reindeer fur hat. He strode across the snow towards the boy. Shh, 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 rumph, rumph, rumph. Shh, 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 rumph, rumph, rumph. I'm colder than ice, my face is blue. I need a fur hat to see me through. I'm colder than ice from top to toe. My face is turning into snow. I want your hat. Give it me, give it me. No, said the boy. Rumph, said Father Frost. Then I'll blow and I'll blow and I'll turn you into snow and slithers of ice came shooting out of his mouth. Oh, said Snow Wolf, shivering. Quick, jump on my back. Let's go and see Snowy Owl. She always knows what to do. So Star Child and the boy jumped onto Snow Wolf's back and gripped his fur, and together they raced across the snowy fields. <laughs> Not far behind them came Father Frost, chasing them across the snow. Shh, 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 rumph, rumph, rumph. Shh, 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 rumph, Suddenly, they spotted two round yellow eyes watching them from the top of a rock. Ooh, ooh, Owl greeted them. What's all this rush? <laughs> said Star Child. Father Frost is chasing us, said the boy. He's cold and he wants my hat and Star Child's boots. And if we don't give him them, he's going to turn us all into snow. And just at that moment, Owl saw Father Frost striding towards them. Leave it to me, said Owl. I'll talk to him. And she opened her great wings. and swooped across to Father Frost, leaving the three friends huddling together for warmth. Greetings, Father Frost, said Owl. How can we help you on this cold and frosty night? Exactly, moaned Father Frost. If you're cold, imagine how cold I am. I hate being winter. I'm so cold my toes are frozen, my fingers are frozen, my face is frozen, even my heart has frozen. I can't feel a thing. Oh, said Owl. I see the problem. Wait here, Father Frost. I'll be back in a sparkle. Owl flew back to the three friends. Ooh, I have the answer to your problem. It's simple, she said. Be kind. 
Be kind. Father Frost has got so cold that his heart has frozen and he's forgotten how to be kind. He has no friends. Would you want to be friends with someone who makes you shiver whenever they come close? He's lonely and he's cold. If you could be kind to him, then perhaps he'll remember how to be kind to others and his frozen heart might just melt. Do you think you could try that? <coughs> said Starchild. Yes, I think we could, said the boy. Oh, agreed Wolf. Well, that's sorted, said Owl, ruffling her feathers and shivering. Now, where can we go to get warm? I know, said the boy. We can go to my tent. So they all rushed across the snow to his round home to get warm. The boy threw some more wood into the blazing stove. Is that better, Father Frost? asked the boy. Yes, I'm beginning to feel my toes tingle, said Father Frost, sipping a warm cup of berry tea. I have a fur cloak and a hat and a spare pair of boots. I can lend them to you until winter's over, said the boy. Thank you, my friend, said Father Frost taking them and pulling the cloak around his huge white shoulders. <laughs> said Starchild, which means... Oh, Father Frost, I'm sorry I didn't lend you my boots. I'm a wishing star. If you'd like a wish, perhaps you could wish for something which will make you warm. Father Frost looked down at the puddle of melted snow which was forming on the floor. He stroked his beard. He was beginning to feel his fingers for the first time in years. Thank you, Star Child, he said, waggling his eyebrows which were gently cracking as they defrosted in the warmth. What I'd really like is a warm stove for my home, like this one here. Consider it done, said Starchild. Thank you, said Father Frost. You've been very kind. I feel warm enough to curl up and have a nice long nap in my house with my new stove. Would anyone like a lift back up the slippery slope to the sky? <laughs> said Starchild. And Father Frost lifted her up gently and put her in his pocket. Good luck with the races tomorrow, boy, called Father Frost. Woo-choo, said Owl. I'm feeling warmer too. I'm going back to my nest. Good luck tomorrow, boy. And with that, she was gone off into the night. Snow Wolf went back to his den and the boy climbed back into his bed of fur and sighed. In no time at all, he was fast asleep. The next day, the boy woke early. The sky was blue and there was even a watery sun shining. It was the day of the Great Reindeer Festival. He pulled on his fur jacket, his fur gloves, his fur hood and his fur boots. But oh dear, as he went to get his sledge... <coughs> He could see that the snow was melting under his feet. It was turning into slush. No snow, no way, it couldn't be. 
He looked around, and everywhere there were patches of brown, gloopy mud appearing. They couldn't do sledge racing without snow and ice. What can I do? he thought. What can I do? What would you do? Well, the first thing he thought of was to talk to his friends. He called for Snow Wolf. Are you ready to howl? Oh, and faster than the wind, Snow Wolf came splashing across the muddy fields. Snow Wolf, what can we do? We can't race the reindeer across the great frozen river if it's not frozen. I know, said Wolf. First it was too cold, now it's too warm. I think it's Father Frost. He's too comfortable with his stove and he's stopped making winter. I'll call up to Starchild. She can tell Father Frost that we really need him to help us. By doing the things he does best, he needs to go back to being winter. And with that, he threw back his head and howled up to the heavens. Oh! Can you help Howl? Oh! Up in the sky, Starchild was just snuggling down after a long night when she heard a great hullabaloo. <gasps> it's Snow Wolf! It's my friends! They need me, she said. I hear you! I'm going now! And she wiggled and sparkled and whooshed across the sky to Father Frost's house. Father Frost, she said, we want you, we need you. Please bring back winter, make it freezing cold again. Back down on earth, the boy suddenly shivered. <gasps> A welcome icy blast of wind cut across the fields. Ah, oh, good morning, my boy, said his dad, yawning and peering out of the tent. Oh, my. Look at that. We've got the perfect freezing day for our winter festival. And in no time at all, a curtain of snow was drifting across the land, turning everything white. The boy picked up his lasso and caught his three favourite reindeer. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Can you help? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Then he climbed onto his sledge and hup, 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 he set off gliding and sliding, sliding and gliding across the snowy fields towards the great reindeer festival. And up in the sky, a tiny bright star shivered. Oh, star child, you're cold. Here, have my cape. Father Frost wrapped her in his fur cape and handed her his warm boots and his warm hat. He had important work to do and his friend needed to be warm if she was to stay up with him all day to watch their friend the boy sledging across the ice in his first ever reindeer race. And that is how Father Frost came to realise that he quite liked being winter after all. And that is why, every year, Father Frost comes to visit his friends on Earth and brings us the gift of winter, ice and snow. Snow Wolf 
Pooh, thanks for listening to that. I'm glad it had a happy ending. Time now to dip into my bag of happies and thank some more of you who've been sending inspiring pictures. Thanks to Eva, who is six, from Tacoma in Washington. Eva sent in three very stylish pictures of Baba Yaga, the wolf and the three little pigs, and the white elephant. She has a really unique style, giving all the pictures texture with her crayon strokes, and she's got a really good eye for detail. Well done, Eva. And thanks to Elijah from Mansfield in Ohio, who sent an excellent drawing of how the birds got their colours told by Toop. It looks a bit like the style of an impressionist artist like Monet. I love all the different shades. Thanks so much for sharing this, Elijah. And Hamish from North Carolina sent in a photograph of the rainbow snake, which he noticed in his sky near his home. Wonder what the rainbow snake was doing there? Well done for spotting that, Hamish. And five-year-old Clem sent an amazing picture of Baba Yaga and Vasilisa the Beautiful. Clem drew Baba Yaga with really scary teeth and the house is fat and round and has a black goose sitting on the roof and it's surrounded by skulls with red glowing lights in its eyes. It's very imaginative. Thank you, Clem. And Izzy, who is six in Australia, drew a brightly coloured picture of how the rainbow became, with the rainbow snake arching across the sky to make the rain, which he's shaking out of the clouds. Thanks very much for that, Izzy. And thanks to Molly, who is six, from Scotland, for a lovely picture of the sausage tree. I really liked your sausage tree, Molly. It made me laugh. There were so many sausages growing on it, they'd make a feast for an entire class. And I like that you've included lots of details from the story. The gingerbread rabbits and the buns scattered in the grass and the gold hiding underneath the earth in the field. I can tell you've really listened well to that story. And Rosie, who is eight from Melbourne, sent an inspiring picture of Nora and the ackee fruit. I really like your drawing with the ackee fruits in the basket on Nora's head. And the fact that she's saying, I'm not giving the river one of my ackies. Really good, Rosie. Thanks for sharing that. And Autumn, who is six, has drawn a super great picture of Bikubai and the coconut. I love Bikubai's hat and his twirling moustache and the green coconuts hanging from the tree. You're very good on details, Autumn. Thanks very much for sharing it. Oh, one more very important thank you. We can't make our podcast without those of you who are supporting and subscribing to us. With your help, we're able to pay our storytellers and enlist new ones. So if you'd like to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and get ad-free episodes, bonus episodes and early access, click subscribe at Apple Podcasts. To support us on Patreon and get all of that, plus a Zoom session with a story and a Q&A with Kim... Oh, that's me. Go to our website on supergreatkidsstories.com and click on the Patreon button. And if you'd like to give a one-off donation of any amount, click on the Ko-fi button on our website, supergreatkidsstories.com. That's it for this week. Have a happy Christmas. 